0: Episode 85 of Tools for This Podcast, your safe space for grown up talk about childish things. And tonight, we are going to be reviewing Marbles Eternals. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about this movie in detail. Get into it. And there's a lot to get into. So, let's not waste time. On Nerd and Up Nerd, DJ Kevy Kev. Let's go
1: what's crack a lacking my brother
0: um nothing's cracking but the l- lacking uh, <laughs> there's I lots
1: of lack a lacking
0: release the crackin'? release the crack I don't know <laughs> I don't know I got nothing all right how are you right,
1: I'm, I'm good I'm good
0: um yeah. good
1: yeah same old same old me nothing nothing too exciting um,
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: still uh still still living in the covid lifestyle
0: word up you know what no i i had this realization when we went to see eternals which mm. is what we're going to talk about tonight it's pretty much all we have for this episode yeah it's gonna be it's uh, it's a lot there's a lot to say uh, but um i i was realizing I now live in the world that a year ago I was saying I look forward to living in. I I walk around with my vaccine passport and I'm allowed to do things because I have this, mm-hmm. and people who don't have this aren't allowed to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, and movies are at full capacity again, and it's complete almost completely normal to go to the movies. You know, you mm-hmm. just wear your mask when you get up to go to the bathroom and stuff. Yeah. But um, do you find it like
1: odd that movies are back to full capacity? Like, did it feel weird when you yeah. went? In? It felt oh a no! Weird you, to me too. Well, you were yeah. there for Dune, right?
0: Yeah, and it was um, at full capacity. Okay, no, it was super weird for me because I bought my tickets before the capacity restrictions were That's lifted. That's right. That's right. And I bought them for for as you know, me and Steve Dunk, and yeah. I specifically manipulated the numbers yeah. of the of the COVID restrictions. Yep. To 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 create the super optimal seating arrangement specifically for yep. Steve because Steve is a super picky guy. Yeah. Um. And, uh, but I wanted to see this in IMAX and I wanted to sit as close to the center of the theater as possible. Yep. Because I feel that's the best viewing experience. Of course. But Steve likes to sit near the end of the row and Steve doesn't like to have anybody between him and the end of the row. Mm. <clears throat> um. But the way it worked <clears throat> was you had to have um, two at least two seats between you, your party and and and, and the rest of the world. So yeah. the way I did it was, okay, I'm gonna buy three seats anyway because Steve likes an empty seat on both sides of him. Mm-hmm. So so uh, so I was gonna buy three seats anyway. So manipulating the system mm-hmm. Um, you leave two seats empty on the end. Yep. Put Steve in the third seat from the end. Then yep. there's an empty seat. Then there's me. I'm almost in the middle of the row, yeah. right? Yep. So yep. Steve's happy, so because he's on the end, and I'm happy because I'm almost in the middle. It was like. Uh, the I, I thought I had the most amazing, and the theater ends up being almost empty. Like the row mm-hmm. ends up being like there's only like two more seats in the entire row available. Yeah, right because of because of the way I picked it, um, and it, I'm 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 so I'm so enthused by this. And then yeah, uh, you know the night of the movie comes and Steve shows up and we're talking about it and and Steve and Melinda both tell me, oh yeah, it's full capacity now, and I'm like. Oh well, our movie can't be full capacity because when I bought my tickets, the restrictions were still in place, and 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 these tickets are, you know, um, whatever uh, reserved, so th- they can't change it after you buy it, right? They're not gonna, it's not gonna be full capacity. <laughs> sure enough, dude, we get there, and I was bragging to Steve. I'm like, dude, dude, you, when you see these seat choices that and how thoughtful I was <laughs> and, and and then it turns up <coughs> yeah there's people between him and the end of the <laughs> row and he's either got to sit next to the stranger or sit next to me in the seat that was going to be empty yeah. and it was you know I was still in the same spot I was fine but yeah. uh all that effort I put into being nice to him was ruined by yeah. full capacity. So yes, it w- to answer your question in a very long way. Uh, mm. yes.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause I, I, I did these like, same thing with uh, me and my buddy is mm-hmm. I, I bought like two tickets, but I spread us apart. So we had like eight seats, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was obviously, um, during the COVID river. Right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I totally I totally get what you're saying. And then fucking uh you went to landmark, right? Yeah. And then well, Landmark yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. screws you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> might sell in the seats. Yeah, that's brutal. They did. Yeah, they rogered me, dude. They yeah. you know, um you know, I have fine, and it ended up being fine, but mm-hmm. um I was a little bit like chagrined. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will I will admit.
1: <clears throat> yeah, no, I was like, even when I went to see uh, Eternals yesterday, um when i bought the tickets obviously it was already at full capacity so even when i went in to buy my tickets i was like oh yeah you can't you can't <laughs> you can't uh get those blacked out seats so i was like oh man that sucks <laughs> mm-hmm. but um the theater wasn't wasn't sold out anyway so because i went to, we went to a matinee right so yeah um Oh, for me,
0: the, my bad. Eternals theater was empty. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, there was probably uh, like five or six other seats sold Good. in my theater, and I went by myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had an entire row in Eternals empty to myself. Funny, <laughs> so, let, let me
1: ask you this, by the way. Um, and I sat you...
0: dead center in that theater. It oh, was okay, nice.
1: nice. So <laughs> you frequent uh, Landmark. Like, that's your theater yeah. of choice as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It would be here. It's a nice one. Yeah, so I go out to the one in Bolton, which is like a twenty minute drive for me, and it's worth the right. drive. But um, did you invest in their extras plan? Did, did you uh, jump on uh, that or no?
0: Just I just got my card uh, at Eternals, and I and while I was waiting for the movie to start, I scanned my QR code and I did get my Landmark Extras account started. Yeah,
1: okay, which one did you choose, if
0: you don't mind me asking? Oh, Did you get I don't the know.
1: Free one? Did you? Are you paying for it or?
0: Oh no, I got a free one. Yeah, I'm not paying. For
1: oh, it. okay. So I picked the one where it's like it's ten bucks a month, right? Okay. So it's like uh, with tax is like eleven something, whatever, right? Okay. And it gets you a a ticket, and a okay. discount on any other tickets you buy. Plus, you get twenty percent off at the uh, concession stand. So if I don't oh. go, say in December, right? Because it's November now, and I don't go till January, and I pay the ten bucks, those tickets get banked. So you can bank the tickets. So you just banked. keep getting
0: free tickets every month. Sweet,
1: sweet. Well, technically, you're paying ten bucks for it, but Wait, you, still, it's, you one,
0: it's, one, it. it's one ticket a month. It's
1: one ticket a month, but you so get you save so you
0: save it. You save it for the for. A month and then you have two tickets and then you can take your girlfriend. Yeah. Every two months. <laughs> so it's like twenty bucks to go see basically. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: good. I think it's a pretty sweet deal because uh I to be honest, like I go almost well, I was going at least once to probably like three times a month anyways. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh you get this ticket, it's a discounted ticket, you're saving a few bucks on off your off your admission. And you mm-hmm. get 20% off at the concession. I sound like I'm fucking working for Landmark here. but uh, And plus you get a discount on any other tickets you buy. So I think it's a pretty sweet deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah. I know Scene or um, Cineplex has got their own kind of thing, which is similar, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the free version that I have, I think it works just like, a, just like the scene points. It's a point system. Just, yeah. So I
1: also get points as well. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I didn't look into it yet. I don't know uh how many points it costs to get a free movie or whatever, but I'm already up to like two hundred something points just from going yesterday. Nice.
0: Yeah. Nice. Points yeah. are nice. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> points are nice. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> They're on point. <laughs> Uh, before we start talking about Eternals, yes. uh, we wanted to mention this. We want to talk a little bit about Spider-Man No Way Home, which comes out fairly soon, a this month and a week away, five September weeks away. 21st, was it? 17th this, or something.
1: Is it 17th? I know it's just before Christmas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it looks like it's going to be the a crazy, crazy huge extravaganza of a film uh people people involved with the film are have referred to it as spider-man Endgame, and they say that it's a it's a movie on that scale Mm. that it's that crazy and that epic um and you know people are theorizing also um with a lot of good evidence uh i think because tom holland has has basically come out and said it almost explicitly Mm. um that this is the last one um Meaning that this is uh, Tom Holland's final movie as Spider-Man in the MCU. Mm. That he's likely g- returning uh, to the control of Sony, uh, and he'll come and do some like Spider-Man versus Venom movie under under Sony's control mm. in the Venomverse, which will be uh, uh, obviously become the spider-man verse proper when he becomes a member of it properly this is all theory nothing is confirmed uh but um tom holland has said uh basically this is the end and they they treated this as the end Mm -hmm. of this character's run um and uh rumors have been crazy that uh both previous spider-mans are in it uh, what's their names? Andrew Garfield. Uh, Andrew Garfield. And,
1: and um, um, oh my God, why am I drawing back on his name now? Um, oh my God.
0: <laughs> the guy from the 90s. It's our era. Yeah. We should know this.
1: What's his goddamn name? Toby Maguire.
0: <laughs> Toby Maguire. <Okay. laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, um, supposedly they're both in it. We know it's confirmed that. Um, Doctor Octopus is in it—the same guy who played it in the Sam Raimi mm-hmm. movie. Uh, and and this poster would seem to confirm that um, a, a lot of other Spider-Man villains are in it, mm-hmm. including Willem Dafoe as uh, Green, Green Goblin. Entran. No, sorry, yeah, Green, Green Goblin. Green <laughs> Goblin, <laughs> uh, including Sandman, including Electro, which would be mm-hmm. Jamie Fox. Um. So crazy, crazy rumors of who is in this film um, And this poster confirms a bunch of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, The poster doesn't confirm Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire But um, I just want to say that's all but confirmed They're in it, I mean, we know mm-hmm. We know they're in it, come on yeah. They're in it. I'm pretty sure if they're not in it, people are going to be so mad at this point. Um, they got to be in it. Yeah. They would have come out and said it. They would have made it an official statement because people, people's expectations for them to be in it are so high at this point. It's so well known. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think they're in it, but, um, hopefully is anybody else in it that we're not expecting anybody crazy? Maybe, you know, somebody from the X-Men universe, who knows, Mm -hmm. Uh, But, um, man, uh, we already know that at the end of Venom 2, uh, Venom's timeline crossed over with the MCU's timeline. Mm -hmm. Uh, So whether that means that Venom is now in the MCU, or whether that means that Venom's universe and the MCU became one universe, became one, one merged timeline... Something like that. Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, but I think we're definitely going to see Venom as well in this movie. If not in the movie, then in the post credit scene of this movie to set up where Spider-Man is going after this, which is likely Spider-Man versus Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't full-on get Spider-Man versus Venom in this movie, which I doubt. I don't think... Maybe they'll meet, but um, you know what I think would be so cool. This is and this is just speculation, speculation on top of speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always bugged me the that Venom's origin story has been so different than the comics, um, and that this Eddie Brock is so different than the Eddie Brock from the comics, okay. and I just and, and from the animated shows that I watched when I was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just I think it would be cool if where they go with this is. Because uh, what what we've heard is that in the end of Doctor Strange, I'm sorry, in the end of Spider-Man, uh, the, the spell that Doctor Strange casts works and that everybody forgets that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So then my immediate thought is, OK, if Eddie Brock is now in the same universe with Peter Parker and J. Jonah Jameson. And everybody forgets that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. We can now set up the classic Spider-Man scenario that we remember of Eddie Brock and Spider-Man both working for J. Jonah Jameson, being competing reporters, trying to get dirt on Spider-Man because Jameson suspects that Spider-Man is up to no good all the time.
1: Right.
0: And... And we could just have that that you know that classic feeling spider-man setup mm. uh in the movies and i think that would go a long way to like fixing why i don't um, why i don't love this eddie brock um totally but um that's just a personal take but uh I, you know i hope that's where it's all going mm-hmm. in one way or another but um uh the spider-man no way home film <clears throat> I think uh, the name is going to be literal that he's not going to make it back to the MCU at the end of this. That he's going to end up in the (laughs) Spider-Man Sony universe. universe. Mm. And uh, it's going to be friggin' cool uh, what happens in the movie uh, to get to that conclusion. Um, Maybe even with the possibility of us seeing more Andrew Garfield and more... (laughs) Why can't I say Garfield tonight? Uh... (laughs) More Andrew Garfield and more Tobey Maguire in the future. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, like, if people love it enough, they'll do it. If if there's enough money to be made, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. And I think there will still be a Spider-Man in the MCU. I think it's going to be Miles Morales, and I think he'll probably be introduced in this movie too. We haven't heard about that, but I bet you it's gonna it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, hopefully, uh, I would love to see Miles in uh, in live action. <clears throat>
0: sure. They've already set up, set him up. They had his uncle <clears throat> in the previous Spider-Man movie, or the fir- was it the first one? I think it was
1: um, Welcome Home. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, played yeah. by Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah.
0: Who, uh, who famously who, yeah.
1: petitioned to be the next Spider-Man?
0: Right. I think. I think. Mm-hmm. I, think his, I think. His character's name is the Prowler. He's got a character name in the comics. He's. He's yeah, a character. I I I don't know if he's a super villain but Hmm. he's like a masked uh, something anyway (laughs) um, so yeah uh, I think Miles Morales is coming I think Spider-Man is leaving the MCU I think we're going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this movie fighting alongside him because it's going to require all three of them to take on the threat of I mean, it's basically the Sinister Six, six, but there's only five of them, so it's not Mm -hmm. the Sinister Six. Um, Unless Venom shows up in the body of the movie and makes the sixth, and that would be pretty freaking cool and very much could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard people say they don't think that the Venom symbiote is going to team up with Peter Parker like he did in the comics. Okay. And the reason I've heard a famous commentator on YouTube say this is because that would leave nothing for the Eddie Brock character to do. Mm. And my opinion is that's totally fine because uh, Tom Hardy plays both characters So it's still Tom Hardy playing the Venom symbiote, uh, interacting with Peter Parker, while we will occasionally cut to shots of uh, Eddie Brock just being a sad loser without Venom, Mm -hmm. because that's what his character would do. He would just go mope and be a loser for a while until Venom eventually returns to him, and it would all be pretty comic accurate. And I, I don't see why they wouldn't do it. I think it's absolutely going to happen. We're going to see Spider-Man with the Venom symbiote as his spider suit. Mm. So Tom Holland and Tom Hardy, you know, acting together uh, in that capacity. It's, everybody loves the Venom movie with Tom Hardy inside the symbiote. Well, just picture it with Tom Holland inside the symbiote. Imagine how much people are going to love that. They're yeah. going to go nuts for that. So that's definitely coming. Um, whether that's going to happen in No Way Home, I doubt. I mm-hmm. doubt they're going to. They'll probably save that because that's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, who knows what else we could see in No Way Home. Um, uh, a lot of rumors that uh, Aunt May is going to die. No. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, which I think would probably make sense. Um, for his character arc. Because it really reinforces no way home then right mm. home is really gone at that point, um. But who knows anyway? That were my that was my thoughts uh, from the poster. Uh, anything to add? Or um,
1: from the poster? no, <laughs> uh, No, not really. I think you pretty much covered it all. Like, um, sure. Yeah, I went on again. Sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. Um. Yeah. No. Um. Clearly. There's hints of Letro in there. Um, sorry, I had it zoomed uh, zoomed in, and was trying to bring it back. Letro, of course. There's uh, there's sand uh, clouds in there, of course. Uh, you clearly see um, what's his face? Um, green. What do we say his name was? Goblin. Goblin. Uh, yeah. And obviously, Doc Ox is. Clearly, right there. Yeah. Um, isn't this suit? Um, fuck, wasn't it like Spider Man 20 something, whatever it was called? Isn't that the suit? Um, fuck, what was that comic called again? It was a year, know. like 20 something. Oh my God, I can't remember. I don't know. If it's. Uh... Sorry, I just got a
0: 2099? I can't remember. Uh, I feel like it's I'm feel guessing, I don't know why 2099,
1: yeah I think you're right
0: Because it was probably came out in 1999 Yeah, probably
1: Actually yeah. no, it's a different suit, never mind <clears throat> No, I was thinking it was the same suit But it's not I think that's the one that uh, Stark gave him, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's the Iron Spider suit Yeah, okay that he's wearing when he fights Doc Octopus. Doc Ock. And um, from the from the clips and the images that they've released, it looks like he loses the fight. And Doc Ock rips the arms off Spider-Man's suit. Mm. Uh, and he has to just run away. Uh, which uh, sounds cool. And we know that he wears other suits. They show, they've shown pictures of him in like a magical spider suit that mm-hmm. looks like Dr. Do- Strange probably makes for him. Um, and I think there's a third suit, too. Um, or am I thinking well, of the a flash? One, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there is some black one. I, think but the, so. I don't know if that's the magic one or not. I can't. Yeah, I don't remember. Hmm. Anyway, it's going to be awesome. December yeah, 17th. Hopefully, yeah. We'll be there.
1: This is definitely my... Uh, this is one of my uh, top... Um movies for this year for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um uh you know what? Okay. Boom done on that. Boom. Done! <laughs> um Book of Boba Fett trailer came out. Yes. And we can't not talk about that, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um you know, watch it. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just search "Book of Boba Fett" trailer. See what it's about. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are commenting about how it's like "The Godfather." Mm-hmm. Um, it depicts Boba Fett, you know, taking over Boba, uh, taking over Jabba the Hutt's business. Yes, uh, basically. Um, I don't know what to say.
1: Well, it's funny because when we first talked about it. Yeah. So you sent Got these me the laser link. Laser shields in it. You sent me the link and I yeah. watched it on my phone. Yeah. And I feel like watching it on my phone didn't do any justice because I was okay. very, like, meh. Then I came home and I watched it on the bigger screen and I felt like that gave it a little bit more clout. Uh huh. Um. I still wasn't super excited watching it, but then I watched um, John Campia talk about it, and he made the same reference that you made—that it looks like a mafia type style film. Yeah, uh, he compared it to and, Goodfellas, if I remember correctly. And, and Robert Rodriguez
0: is directing.
1: Yeah, well, he's directing a bunch of them, but uh, he's yeah. not—he's not doing the entire thing. Okay. And I—I—I I, I definitely. I definitely felt after hearing him say that and then watching the trailer again, it made a little bit more sense. That being said, yeah. I'm still not super like I didn't get my my usual nerd boner when I watched this. <laughs> yeah, but. I definitely I think it will be good. Uh, it, will, it will probably be fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it didn't hit. The nerd tingle in me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It didn't hit those uh, little nerd spots, the, the little nerd G spots, if you will.
0: <laughs> I'm there with you 100. Yeah, like remember maybe, when we first maybe 120.
1: Yeah, remember <laughs> when we first saw the Force Awaken trailer and we were just yep. like losing our shit. And yep. I must have watched that trailer like fucking 20 times
0: mm-hmm.
1: easily before the like before mm-hmm. the next trailer came out. And yeah, I just didn't get the same, same vibe. You know what I mean? Like the same nerd tingles. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, the trailer's decent. Um, I feel, I feel like I have a little bit more respect for it after people compared it to, you know, mafia style. Yeah, yeah. Right? But uh,
0: clearly, what the intention is, even yeah. theme music, even the theme music sounds like. Mafia movie overture Mm -hmm. theme music. Um, You know, I don't know, man. Um, Like I'm with you. I just, I just, I, I, it just, it falls flat on me. This trailer, this trailer specifically. You know, the idea of this storyline is not so much something that I like completely hate. Mm -hmm. Not something I was completely looking for either, to tell you the truth, but. Um, yeah, this trailer looks like. Well, first of all, I think it looks bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it looks like visually not very good. There's a lot of characters with these masks that that have faces that don't move very much and are just obviously masks. And I know you know I've complained about this on the show already a lot. And people love the practical elements, and yes, I love the practical elements too, but. Um, I, some practical elements work better than others, and uh, and it's it's really a combination of practical elements and CGI that works best. Hmm. And some of these some of these static facial prosthetics uh, on this show uh, filmed in just full bright light in conversations. Um. They they don't read to me as real at all. They read to me as masks and prosthetics, and um, it just feels like like poorly done to me. Uh, And maybe this it looks like all these scenes in this trailer are from one episode, probably right. Mm -hmm. So, depending on who directs what, uh, look we know the the quality of of uh, the Mandalorian kind of went up and down depending on who was directing from week to week. Um, which is common on shows that do that, that have you know directors of the week. But um, so you know maybe there are great episodes and maybe maybe none of those scenes are here. So I don't know, but I don't want to be too negative about this. But when I see, like Boba Fett sitting on the throne talking, it doesn't look impressive and scary to me. It doesn't look anything like Jabba the Hutt on his throne, mm. like like just like looked like. Imposing and like, like deadly. Like I don't know, I, it's, it's something about the production value here that is just not working for me at all. Um, and uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to see Book of Boba Fett before, and now I'm just like, man i I hope it's I hope it's better than what I think. I'm seeing here. Uh, I'm not stoked anyway, and I'd like to move on to Eternals because we got a lot to say about it. So, <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to add before we boom done on Book of Boba Fett coming in, coming very soon? Yeah. Uh, no, we'll in, be talking about it. We'll be reviewing it right here, but um, um, December, I, don't know how, huh? I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, December for this. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, no, um, definitely, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I will like to point out that uh, he doesn't look like dad bod Boba Fett anymore. He looks like he uh, hit the treadmill a little bit.
0: Yeah, but the fight, <laughs> dude, but another thing, another problem I think is all the action scenes in this, he doesn't look scary or deadly or dangerous to me. He looks mm. like he moves slowly and kind of lamely, don't you think? Well, I don't
1: know. he's old. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's not gonna be. Uh, he's not gonna be like. fucking It looks, it looks like it might like be Spider-Man and shit.
0: It looks like it might be more of a talker than an action series. Anyway, mm. so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see.
1: most definitely. Um, we'll definitely see. Um, yeah, I guess uh, we should just hold our uh, hold our comments until we watch it,
0: <laughs> until we see. Yeah. What it really is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's 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 check it out and yeah. report. And I'll try to be nice. Yes. Yeah,
1: okay. Boom done! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I promise. <sighs> okay, guess two Turtles. Let's boom done on I just okay. I'll,
1: I'll do it again just for you. Boom
0: done! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Okay. For now. Ta-ta B- for now. T- BBFN. <laughs> BDFN. Boom done for now.
0: BDFN. <laughs> You just blew my mind. <laughs> mind, blown. mind blown. BDFN. <laughs> BDFN. Book of Boba Fett trailer. Boom Let's get to Bradley. the most divisive Marvel movie ever made. <laughs> All right. Marvel's Eternals, Eternals, which dropped just this past Thursday night, Friday morning, whatever it is and made a, made a pretty pretty nice 70 million 72 million mm-hmm. opening weekend. Yeah. is sitting on rotten tomatoes at this moment as we speak on 9:46 uh, p.m. on November 8th, 2021 at a 48% critics rating. Yeah. A negative critics rating. Yeah. So more critics disliked this movie. Like didn't even like it as a movie. Mhm. Then liked it. And it's sitting at an 80% audience score. Which really isn't super surprising. Thor The Dark World. Which was the previous critical bomb. Also sitting at a pretty positive uh, audience score. Mm-hmm. The, audience, the audience is always nicer than the critics. When it comes to these films. Um, but wow. 48% Kev. That's less than 50. That's less than half. That's, that's bad. That's a negative rating. Yeah. It's a negative rating. Yeah. Um, so you might think this was a bad movie if you're the kind of person who believes critic ratings. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I often am that person, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I, often, I often side with the critic side when there's a dispute. But in this case, I have to tell you, I am fully on the audience side, fully, completely on the audience side. I think it's a great film. I think Chloe Zhao is a master of her craft. She wrote this as well as directing it. So the whole story is her creation from start to finish. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a masterful story. I think it's a complete standalone story from start to finish. Mm -hmm. It's a complete mythology uh, it's an epic mythology. It's a complex mythology. Um, it the 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 character interplay in this film is is beautiful. It's fantastic. It's real. You know what I thought when I was watching this movie? What's that? Tell me if this is a surprising thought or if you think this works. Okay. I kept thinking I wished Chloe Zhao had directed Shazam written. And directed Shazam. Think about okay. it. Why is that? Think about the the elements of Shazam: the family, the character interplay in the Shazam family, the how there are you know five members of the Shazam team who all have their own different characteristics and their own different stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, how it's a it's an epic mythic world like. The like the magical world that they go to, like where their throne room is and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's supposed to be this like really super epic um alternate realm. Right. And imagine if, Clo- if it had, if all of that had been written and directed with the Chloe Zhao touch instead of whoever did it <laughs> in the, in, in whatever it is right now. I don't know. I just felt like she nailed the, these, these like everything and uh, about it. Like the, these characters are real and they're like awesome, cool superhero characters at the same time. um, By powers, this team really reminds me of the X-Men. Um, but by origin story, they are so unique and spoiler alert. We're going to spoil this. Um, these characters learn in this movie that they're all kind of robots. They're like super uh, futuristic, amazing uh, galactic robots that live forever. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> so all of their powers are like imbued to them by God, Ereshim, um, who created them. It's it's so it's like it's it's completely different than X Men, but it's it's like in that realm. Of like, like superhero kind of, you know, when, when it comes to the fighting, the vibe is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, like, it, it's, a, I think it's a great film. I don't know as, as a film critic, I don't know how you give it a negative rating. I can see how you could subtract points for it from, from being a bit too long, Because like one thing that kind of dragged it out, I thought, was that like you spend the entire movie meeting the team and having flashbacks with the team and getting to know each character one by one. And that doesn't like take up the first act of the film and then the rest of the film we're all together on the adventure. We are putting the team together right until the very like last act Um. And, and I felt that that kind of made it drag. I did. By the time we got to like Faustos, uh, I was like, okay, I can go pee now, because like I was like so sick of meeting new characters. Uh, by like it, it, we were we were probably two hours into the movie by that point. Um, but um, th- you know, that was the one kind of moment where I was like, okay, I'm bored. But. Um, <laughs> No, dude. Like, I, I, don't you agree? Like, like each of these characters and their superpowers was portrayed in a super cool way. Mm-hmm. The Speedster was was super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 guy with the Superman powers, Icarus, was super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy with uh, the Professor Xavier powers was super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Athena. Uh, Angelina Jolie's character was like super nuanced and flawed. Every character was was balanced with amazing power and huge flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I do know. it, it <laughs> But there's just so much to say, I don't know what to say first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great film, but I, 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 I do think it has incredibly divisive messages in it and i am not surprised that people hate it Mm -hmm. based on the the message of the story um based on the mythology of the marvel universe and i'll just come out and say it in the opening crawl of this movie you know what i have the opening crawl here kevin and i'm gonna play i'm gonna where where i, I had the opening crawl here mm. i had it it was right here here it is i'm gonna i'm gonna play it and i'm gonna read it the opening crawl for this movie which is very star wars and it's yes. very cool mm-hmm. it goes in the beginning before the six singularities and the dawn of creation came the celestials. Now, let's just pause and, and talk about what we just said there. Before the six singularities and the dawn of creation. So that's before the beginning of the Marvel Universe. The six singularities are the six Big Bangs that came from the six Infinity Stones. Right. So the celestials came before the creation of everything. Mm-hmm. And then it says, Ereshem, the prime celestial, so Ereshem is the most powerful, the celestial above all the other celestials, the leader of the celestials, created the first sun. And brought light into the universe. Mm-hmm. Life began and thrived. All was in balance. So, right here in this first paragraph, we are told that Erishem is God in the MCU.
1: Right.
0: He created everything. It was him. There's no one above him in the MCU. Mm-hmm. He is God. In this world. So if you are a human on planet Earth in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the same planet Earth where the Avengers live, the same planet Earth where Spider Man lives currently, the the same planet Earth that we've been watching in 20 plus MCU films, Mm -hmm. if you're a human being on that planet Earth, Your actual God, not your theorized God, not the God of one religion or another religion, your actual literal God is, is told to you now. Uh, I mean, not everybody knows this in the movie, but we know this as viewers. It's told to us now. Mm. The actual God of this planet Earth is this guy, the prime celestial Erishem, and he Created the first sun. He brought light into the universe. Which began life. And life thrived in the universe. Because of this guy. Mm -hmm. So this guy is God. You got to keep reminding yourself of that. When you think about this entire story. Like. Eresham is God. The next paragraph is. Until an unnatural species of predator emerged from deep space to feed on intelligent life, they were known as deviants. The universe was plunged into chaos. So basically, all that tells us is deviants are bad guys, um, and it doesn't suggest that Ereshkigal created it. Just that Ereshkigal created life, and that life evolved, and that the deviants evolved. That's what's suggested here in this paragraph. Mm-hmm. Then it says, to restore the natural order, Arisham sent Eternals dash immortal heroes from the planet Olympia to eliminate the Deviants. So, these Eternals, they're Arisham's champions, kind of, right? Uh, To come and destroy the bad guys who are feeding on intelligent life in the universe. Um, So, Right here is the first hint that, or the first inkling you might get that because Erishem is God, the Eternals are angels. Um, And he sends them out to protect the human race, basically. And intelligent life throughout the universe from the Deviants. Mm. This is the setup of this film. The next paragraph says... Eternals had unyielding faith in Arishem until one mission led by the prime eternal Ajax changed everything, dot, dot, dot. And that's the setup for this movie. That's where we begin. So the angels all had faith in God until God sent them on one mission that they disagreed with. basically, that's this movie Mm -hmm. it's a it's a war against god now that that is really fucking heavy i'm sorry but that's weird like when i read this opening crawl i was like what the hell Mm -hmm. like that's weird this is a weird place for marvel to go who was looking for them to To tell us who God is. Think about the implications for this. On on the Marvel planet Earth, there is a Christianity. There there are all the religions of our planet Earth. It's otherwise identical to our planet Earth. So think about what the ramifications for all of this are. Like, all of the religions of planet Earth are, are wrong. And there is an actual God... And this is who he is. This is a crazy thing for Marvel to do. And I want to say this not not as a religious person who's offended because I'm not a religious person and I'm not offended. But I understand that the world is full of religious people. Mm -hmm. And they're going to look at this and they're going to understand that the world is mostly full of non-religious people nowadays. And that little kids are going to go see this. And this is going to be their first experience with any kind of Genesis myth. This is going to be like, religious people are going to look at this and say, the MCU is trying to become a religion for children. Uh, For children who don't already have a religion, this is going to be the Genesis myth that they know. I'm not saying that Marvel's trying to do that, but I'm saying like the door to that accusation is so obviously wide open by this i don't know why they did it mm. i this is so controversial kevin it's like maybe not everybody is offended by it maybe a lot of people will just be like what i didn't get any of that from this but the door is just left so wide open and the mcu normally plays it so safe and and there were people i did see people online saying before this oh they better not tread on any religious territory they better not say that the eternals like gave technology to human beings and that human beings didn't evolve on their own mm-hmm. because that because that's like saying that the human race is like useless and helpless and and they did that in this movie the eternals gave the human race the plow at least we know that mm-hmm. and and other and other things <clears throat> they didn't tell us anything else specifically, but they showed us that. Yeah. Um, so in this world too, you know, like the, these Eternals were responsible for the evolution of the human race. Later on in this movie, we find out more details. We find out that Arishim, God actually created the Eternals. They don't come from a planet Olympia. He created them in his world forge where he created all of the planets mm. <laughs> Uh, and the Eternals and the Deviants. So the Deviants are the bad angels who were cast out of heaven. So they're the demons. This is so biblical. This is such a religious story. <laughs> it's unavoidable. It's in every. It's in every detail. And so then the story is. Well, I mean, I haven't even told the story. The the story is that um you know uh. It slowly unfolds, we slowly find out, you know, these Deviants, they start attacking, and they start attacking the Eternals, and the Eternals are all shocked because they thought they had killed all the Deviants 500 years ago, and they were just hanging out on planet Earth waiting to hear from the Celestials again to be told when they could return back to their planet Olympia because they didn't know that there was no planet Olympia. (laughs) They thought they were really from that, Um, and then they have to reunite to fight the Deviants and then they call up the Celestials to try to find out what's going on. And they do. Um, you know, and, uh, and what's going on is, <laughs> and this is even more disturbing, <laughs> erishim's plan for the entire universe is every planet that has intelligent life on it, like Earth, He plants the seed of a new celestial in the core of that planet. Mm -hmm. And that baby celestial feeds on the energy of the intelligent life on the planet. Or, yeah, no, it has to when it's born. So it waits until there's enough intelligent life on the surface of the planet Earth to be born. Because that's when it could feed enough to survive. So when there's enough people on planet Earth, the Celestial will be born and it will destroy the planet Earth and eat all the people Mm -hmm. and then go off and create other planets and continue this cycle forever and ever. And this is what happens in the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe. (laughs) This is so... So, so Kevin, that is explicitly telling us, and tell me if I'm wrong, you know, stop me if I'm wrong, please, because mm-hmm. I know I've got a little out of control here, but if I'm wrong, absolutely stop me. But I take that to mean Ereshim, God, created the human race specifically to be food for his child, Celestial. Okay. Am I wrong? <laughs> um. This is the process. This is the plan. Right. So in this world, in real life, like it's not a theory, it's not a religious thing. In real life, if you're a human on this world, then the God who created you, created you specifically to die, to feed another celestial, another God. Right. Like, what a dark, dark, dark universe this is, Kevin. This mm. is like, this, imagine, we, fi- imagine we met God, Kevin. <laughs> imagine this is our world. And suddenly, Arishim's face appears in the sky, like it does in this movie. Mm. It does. Like, God's face appears in the sky in this movie. Right. And and points at the people he's mad at, and and sucks them up and takes them away. It's 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 almost Monty Python esque in, in in that scene, but it's it's directly from the comics. Like it's comic book accurate all the way. So like they have that in their defense, but I still don't see why they had to do it. Honestly, man, I don't I don't I, I don't know what the. I love this movie, but I don't know what the. I don't know. I wish it wasn't made almost because. Yeah when i think about like like the mcu used to be a world where i thought yeah it might be cool to live in that world you know until the snap or whatever but then the blip happens so you're fine but i would not want to live in this dark scary world now man like Mm -hmm. god wants like the god who made us wants us to die like and we know this and man imagine 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 it's 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 messed up anyway um i mean other than that it's a great movie i don't know what to say like it's got an amazing swerve it's got amazing character arcs um i believe every character uh, every character like disappoints me at some point um, mm-hmm. but um like in a real like kind of human way even though they're not human they're they're like superhuman characters mm-hmm. um I, I, I like I love this movie I do um, I almost wish it wasn't in the MCU I almost wish it was a standalone thing on its own because it doesn't feel like an MCU movie to me right. most of the time except when they mention it but um, and they do mention it a few times they yeah. drop references here and there they um, also drop DC references they, they mention Batman yeah. and they mention Superman yeah. um, but but um, as far as the rest of the movie it like it. To me, it feels like uh, I, I. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make anybody mad, but it feels like a higher quality movie mm-hmm. than the rest of the MCU films. It feels like a film made by a master director and a and a and a masterful screenwriter, um, and and we get a masterful script and we get a masterfully made film. It's beautiful. Uh, the fight scenes are great and cool. The villains are great and cool and complex. Uh, there are heart-wrenching moments. There are tears that you feel. Um, it, it, there, there's really some dark, dark stuff in this in this movie, mm-hmm. um, which you know. Uh, I've already gone into at some length, but um, you know, if you're looking for a comic book accurate version of a celestial story on the big screen, you i think you got a really, a really excellent version of that. Mm-hmm. But I still, I still, I gotta say, I don't know why Kevin Feige decided to to be so explicit in this script about these things, like to not leave it super vague in some ways. You know, I I don't I I think it was bold, and ballsy, um but I don't know if 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 Marvel needs that, but anyway. What can I say? Uh the Rotten Tomatoes scores speak for themselves. The people are divided, mm-hmm. or at least the critics are. <laughs> um and and there it is. Uh a lot of people are saying this is the most woke film Marvel's ever made because mm-hmm. each member, each member of the cast is like some kind of minority. Um, I, I fine, but I, I you can say the same thing about the Shazam cast. I think, um, another, another comparison another similarity, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I do I do wish Chloe Zhao made Shazam. Shazam. I like a serious dark... Because Shazam was dark. Remember the origin story of Shazam? How friggin' dark that was? Mm. His mother his mother abandoned him when he was four because she just couldn't handle raising him anymore. And she was fine. She just didn't want him anymore. And he spent his whole life looking for her. Like, that was really, really dark. And then we, it it turns into this, like, funny movie. And it just... I felt like he was off. I felt like... He, like, if I had a serious hand directing that thing, we could have, like, a seriously cool movie in Shazam. But instead, we got something that's fun but weird, I think. But mm. um, anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know what else I want to say about Eternals. I, I could go <laughs> on and on about, about the religious stuff, right? Yeah. And Because it, it is it is just, like, this is a thick... Dense script full of imagery and full of details um, about this world, about this new lore that we're introducing into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, man, um, you know, it's good, but a lot of it is like, wow, um, yeah. troublingly divisive. Yes. um and i don't i don't want to spo- i don't want to spoil every twist and turn of the plot because there are some cool twists and turns in this plot that i didn't expect you know the the trailers were masterfully edited to um not tip you off to a lot of things mm-hmm. um and then when the movie's unfolding you're like oh man that's what they did oh man that's what's what's really happening here um it works so well on so many levels i i really i, th- I really think it's a great movie mm-hmm. um, And a weird movie at the same time.
1: I'm very (laughs) surprised that you uh, didn't mention that uh, there was a first for Marvel, and that is to have two of the same-sex characters kiss on screen. Uh, Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't mention it. (laughs) I didn't mention
0: uh, that because it's it's not important to me. I okay. I feel like I feel like Marvel is just so far behind the rest of the universe on that that mm-hmm. it's so overdue that it's I was like okay about time fine let let's let's move on right. because honestly I wasn't enjoying that part of the movie I was like I was like I was tired of the character work at that moment mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, if that scene had been earlier in the movie I probably would have been more uh, into it and moved by it but mm. but yeah I don't think it's a big deal having same sex kisses um, you know. Everybody, get it out of the way. That's fine, mm. but I don't need to. I don't need to talk about it. I don't need to worry about it. Um, you know, they di- didn't. They do it in Rise of Skywalker they too, did. with two two women at the end. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, um, man, I wish they did it with Poe and Finn. I, I really, really wish they went there. Whatever, forget yeah. it. Um, it's all good. Uh, What else about E-Turtles? Um Oh, dude. Can. Uh, do we do we have it? Do we have what? Do we have do we have the goddess?
1: Moana, no, I don't have it on here. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. Was there? Did did you did, did you Was there a moment in this film where you thought, "Oh my God, this is kind of like the ending of Moana"? Not really. Uh, there was. Uh, come on come on, when Cersei is running towards the volcano and like lava bombs are splashing down around her and there's a giant hand coming out of the ocean it was so Moana yeah, no, for like only, a second there. You gotta
1: remember, I only watched that movie once, okay. you watched it anyway.
0: multiple times Anyway, there was a second <laughs> so. where I wanted to shriek Moana in the theater yeah, okay. and I wanted to sing the the, the ending song, song. Yeah. The, the final song of Moana, which makes me cry. I'm not even going to sing it. Yeah. Um, the, the, the ending of Moana is so powerful. Mm. Like if, if you hang in through that movie, when you get to that ending song, it is so powerful. Anyway. Um, yeah, so um, they kind of explained why the Eternals didn't get involved with... They did.
1: With Thanos,
0: but but, but then I didn't like the explanation because no. Druig totally defies it. So why didn't Druig get involved mm. when when Thanos was going to blip half the earth? and And why wasn't Thanos an exception to the rule? Like, why didn't Thanos count as a threat that they should get involved with? i i it's not a good enough explanation for me. I didn't mm. I, I didn't like it. Um, and I also didn't like that they didn't talk about, what happened to any of them during the snap and the blip? Like they, they must have lost friends and loved ones during the snap and the blip. Mm -hmm. And they don't talk about it at all. Like, like, and I get that's, that's going to bug me going forward because everybody would always talk about it. Like, I remember I complained about it in Shang-Chi. They did, even though they did mention it, they didn't mention it enough. I thought, Mm -hmm. um, and it's same thing here. Um, but whatever. Uh, this is still a great movie, and um, the connections, the tie-ins to the MCU, maybe a little weak, mm-hmm. but um, we get the we get the final closing scene <laughs> that is so Guardians of the Galaxy. Not the closing scene, sorry, the, the post-credit scene that is so Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. where at the end of the movie, a few of the Eternals jump into spaceship and they go off to search the galaxy for other Eternals from other worlds. Mm-hmm who you know might want to rebel against God too. Um, every time it tries to be fun, I just keep remembering. The message here is we're, we're at war with God. Like, we're at war with God in the MCU now. The human race has to figure out how to save themselves from their God in the MCU now. It is so weird. Like, the next Avengers movie, we have to talk about this. How do we fight God like that's actual. That's an actual thing we have to think think about now. I, I don't know, man. I don't. I just. I just. I just think. What if Tony Stark was still alive, and and then he got this revealed to him? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like this guy is the is God, and like he created me to be food for this thing that's in the center of the Earth. Really? Mm. Like, I, I. don't know. I. Don't, I don't know. I don't know how you process all of this stuff from this film. Right. Honestly. Uh, especially when we're going into this multiverse shit with this Kang the Conqueror shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this seems bigger than that. This seems... It has to be bigger than that. It, it doesn't say multiverse, right? That's the one thing about this opening crawl. I don't know if I mentioned that. This opening crawl says universe. It doesn't say multiverse.
1: Right.
0: So... The door is open for there to be non-Aerishim universes. I don't know if that's a thing in the comics or what. I don't know. But the door is open for the multiverse to fix the Arishim problem, I guess. If it's a problem, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'm making a mountain of a molehill. Maybe it won't be a problem. I think the critic score indicates differently, but... Mm. The box office is good. Mm-hmm. It, it's actually it's actually low compared to historic Marvel Marvel openings, but it's bigger than Shang Chi. It's bigger than Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 great for the times that we're living in. Um, I don't know what to, I don't know what else to say. I, I think it's a great movie. I think it's a success story in many ways. I, I think it, it's a weird choice that shackles Marvel with some weird problems in many ways. Um. At the same time. And um, I don't know if that's going to... I don't know if it's going to hurt them or not. Nothing yeah. can hurt them, probably. But um, there it is. Okay. It's weird. I've never never—I've never had such a strong, weird reaction to a Marvel movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I think that that's not what Marvel wants yeah. from its audience. It doesn't want weird reactions to its movies. Right. It just wants high fives. Like Shang-Chi, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's that. I, I'm going to rate it. I'm going to give it a rating. hmm um, I, I, um, it's, a, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10, Okay. A, a real, a really high rating. I do think it's a masterfully made movie. Mm-hmm. I think I, I subtract 0. 0.5 for maybe a little bit of length. Maybe you could edit it for time a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think it's, it's almost a perfect superhero movie. It's, it's probably it's one not, of the best superhero stories. It's not really. It's really...
1: I don't know. It's not really crafting. a superhero movie. That's the thing.
0: Well, they do save humans a lot.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: And the whole thing is to save humans. Yeah. So I, I feel like it counts.
1: Yeah.
0: It's but it's it's a very very different superhero story. You're right. It's yeah. it's more it's more like a religious story. It's more like a story of angels, mm-hmm. um, and devils than than superheroes and villains. But yeah. I but I but I'm done. My rating is in the books. Eight point <laughs> five. I highly recommend this as as a cinematic experience. I mm. highly recommend you see it on a great big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's it's a fun watch and it's a moving watch and it's a thinker at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, the floor is yours. All your right.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, shit. So, um, I much like Jer. I, I did I did like this movie. Um I don't think I liked it as much as Jer. I found it to be a very slow burn. Yes, um it's slow. yeah. Uh, um a lot of people are saying it's not your usual Marvel movie.
0: Uh, not as which, slow as Dune. Yeah. But slow.
1: No, no, yeah. No, I, in fact I kind of compare it to Dune in 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 much in respect. Pace. Yeah. In, in pace and scale. Pacing yeah. and and just like overall like the cinematography and stuff like that. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was, beautiful. yeah, beautiful cinematography and, um, yeah. And in, in that respect, I do kind of compare it to Dune. Um, but yeah, no, it was a very slow burn, uh, lots of like character development, which, uh, I didn't have a problem with. Um, you didn't mention her, but I really like Sprite. Um, I thought she was a great character yep, actually. Great character. Um, I and my
0: and as they as they pointed out in the movie Tinkerbell, mm. but, but yeah yeah, a great, yeah, character, yeah a no, great character absolutely.
1: Yeah. um and no I um I liked how they she did address why did why did they make me like this like because right. she was like she didn't she was right. little like she was a little girl yeah. um and going forward I assume that's probably why at the end obviously we're going we're spoiling it but um I'm assuming that's why at the end they she said, I want to be human. So I'm assuming if they show her again down the road, uh, it would make sense why she aged. I, right. I have a feeling that's why they did that.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah. A right. lot of choices they made at the end of the film mm-hmm. were all about. The future of those characters yeah. in future films, I thought. Yeah,
1: because yeah, um, yeah, because if she comes back, obviously they would have to de age her, which would be yes. stupid and distracting. So, but yeah, no. Um, like I said, um, yeah, it was a very, very. There was some fighting in this film, but it wasn't your typical Marvel fare. Um, there was some. Yeah, yeah, no, there was some. It didn't follow your. It looked your, better. It your... looked.
0: It looked like, it looked like Man of Steel fighting. It looked. Yeah, great.
1: well, uh, what's his face admitted that he basically stole, um, Man of Steel. Like he stole his like the way he he did stuff as yeah. as Superman. He basically came out and yeah. said that because it was very yeah. reminiscent of like yeah Superman. So um, yeah, all I could think about was Superman when he was. When oh, and he was doing it's this thing. brought
0: up in the movie. It's so obvious mm-hmm. they bring it up. Yeah, and they yeah. bring
1: up. They even bring up
0: Superman in the movie. And he's like,
1: War wow, A cape?" But uh,
0: <laughs> but on on top of the Man of Steel feel, mm-hmm. the other feel I got was X Men. Uh, right. Okay. X Men vibes, especially like that scene where Druig is using his followers with shotguns to fight the. Yes. Yes. yes the yeah. yeah the. Yeah the deviance yeah. like so so professor x yes yeah
1: you're right 100% yeah. yeah um i did i did kind of feel that way too actually now that you're saying it yeah but um but yeah no um or was i uh overall yeah no i did like i was saying i, I did like it mm-hmm. uh i don't think i would return back to the theater to watch it again <laughs> mm-hmm. um uh, maybe, I think I might. Yeah, like down the road, I'd probably watch it again, but uh, I'm not rushing out to to watch it again in the theater by any means. I have a yeah. feeling I'm going to watch Spider-Man more than once in the theater, though, but that's another story. That's
0: that's going to be a crazy exciting
1: Yeah, movie. Yeah, but yeah.
0: That's another, yeah. This movie, <laughs> I'm not sure we needed it, right? And, mm-hmm. and I think the origin well, story of this movie is interesting. We yeah. didn't talk about that at all. No, but that's, um,
1: what, that's the other point I was going to make. I feel like this movie could have been left out of the totally. MCU and totally. it wouldn't have made a difference. The only yes. thing really that this film is really introducing and um, I didn't even realize it was doing this until I looked it up when I got home <laughs> on YouTube um, is they're basically setting up uh, Blade. So Oh, yes. The um, Blade
0: the blade setup is awesome, yeah, by the way.
1: so uh, wow. I didn't realize... Uh, that character i I don't even know the black knight like i never even heard i don't know the character from
0: the comics either i didn't know he was associated with blade either yeah but when they did it i was like that is so awesome Mm -hmm. yeah but i mean i I mean Hmm? it kind of beats you over the head because the black knight with the ebony blade Mm -hmm. and is partnered with the black character named blade who fights with a blade it's like it's so obvious it kind of beats you over the head, but it's also a cool team. Mahershala Mm -hmm. Ali and, uh, Jon Snow. Um, I, I, I if that movies are rated so they can do it as bloody as they should do it, Mm -hmm uh that's gonna be amazing yeah
1: amazing so i didn't even realize that was Mahersha ali even at the end because you hear yeah I chloe chloe Zhao said it mm-hmm, yeah um you hear him say was it are you ready to do that or something like that i can't remember the said, exact line uh, th- th- in in the
0: in the post credit scene uh dane whitman who character who is the black knight in the comics he opens the chest that is holding the sword the ebony blade Mm -hmm. which is a which is a an heirloom passed down in his family and he's reaching out and he's going to touch it for the first time and he looks like really scared to touch it um and then the voice from the corner of the room says to him uh are you sure you're ready for that mr whitman yeah that's what it is Um, and it's, 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 it's blade.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, when I first heard the voice, I thought it was Samuel Jackson. Tell you the truth. I actually thought it was another (sighs) Nick Fury. That would have up.
0: that would have fit. That would have fit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I thought it was because in my head I'm like, okay, so he's obviously going to be in the Avengers. Yeah. that, That was my, that was my immediate thought. Oh, well, he um, is supposed
0: to be. He he well, he has yeah. been in the, in the Avengers in the comics. So uh, so
1: I so I heard right, but um, yeah. but again, it makes sense. But the reason why I made that that assumption was because I thought it was Nick Fury.
0: Right. So no, I th- I, I think that fits. But I mm-hmm. I think I actually heard before I saw it. That oh, Okay. I'm a, I'm I, she confirmed it in an interview, like right after the movie came out.
1: Yeah, and you also didn't mention the uh, the mid credits scene. Um, or did yeah. you, did you bring it up? I did, ma- no, I you did mentioned mention the, it. You mentioned it, I but did. you didn't really talk about the character
0: or whatever. Well, let's, well, let's talk about it. Oh yeah. Let's probably talk about uh, that briefly. In the mid credit scene, what happens? Go ahead. You go.
1: Um, well that troll creature who's yes. voiced by Patton Oswalt, by the way, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Character's I name is Pip. Pip. Okay. Um, and then he introduces, um, Harry Styles.
0: Oh, First we should say, yeah. Uh, the movie ends with with some of the Eternals flying off in their spaceship to go look for other Eternals. Yeah. While they're in while they're in space looking for other Eternals, and they're frustrated they can't find anybody. Uh, they're like, "Oh my God, what's happening?" Do you feel that? I feel it too. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, something teleports into the ship, and it's this Pip character, yeah. and he looks like Newt from yes, he Hercules yeah. cartoons. Yeah. He's like, what are they called? Uh, uh, centaurs. Uh, a centaur. Yeah. Uh, but he's got just two horse legs, uh, so he looks human. Mm-hmm. And he's drinking, he's drinking a mug of beer, and he's burping, yeah. and he's introducing somebody the same way Thanos's herald, what's his name, uh, introduced him. Mm-hmm. Like, introducing the, you know, the scariest, meanest, toughest, you know, and he introduces somebody as Thanos's brother. Yeah. And it's Star Fox. It's, a, it's another character from... Marvel Comics. It's mm-hmm. Star Fox. Eros, Thanos' brother. He introduces himself to the Eternals. He hits on Thena. Um, it's a funny scene, and it's very reminiscent of Thanos. It kind of makes fun of Thanos, mm-hmm. kind of the way it plays out. Um, but it's also a couple of funny new characters. Yeah. Um, and it's fun, and it's very Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and-
1: exactly what uh, what I thought as soon as, uh, as, soon as they came into the the pitch or whatever and i'm like okay well there you go they're going to be in the next guardians film obviously right yeah or
0: they're going to make a sequel that's very like a guardians film Mm. at at least yeah um who knows either or it could be you might be right um yeah but um it's funny how that like that mid-credit scene was fun and Mm. it was very mcu like i said but it didn't feel like any part of the rest of the movie. <laughs> no, it, it like the rest of the movie did not feel like MCU at all. And then, and then, and then that scene directed by did.
1: James Gunn, I bet any money.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe could have been. Right? Um, it was good though. It was yeah, good. Yeah. And no, I'm looking, no I'm looking with, forward yeah. to. I'm looking forward to more of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, you're right. No, it is.
1: didn't feel like the rest of the film at all. Um, yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't doubt if it came out later that that was directed by james gunn it wouldn't surprise me at all yeah um but yeah no um but yeah no the the so i did have to look up the 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 last credit scene like i said um i had no idea who who he was no no freaking clue at all right um but yeah so setting up blade uh uh, in my opinion setting up guardians of galaxy 3 yeah so the last two scenes but yeah no overall um um I did I I I keep saying this, but <laughs> I did enjoy the film. Uh yeah. I didn't find it as uh entertaining as most Marvel films have been. Right. Um it wasn't uh I know you brought up uh Dark World. It wasn't mm. as bad as Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, it it, 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 it was good. Uh I, 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 I kind of felt the same way uh, after watching this, as I felt after watching Dune, um, except Dune, I went in with very low expectations. Like I was uh-huh. literally expecting to fucking hate it, um, uh-huh. and I was looking forward to fucking you hating were
0: it. Pleasantly surprised, <laughs> but I You're was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. surprised I, I actually,
1: it. it was actually a little bit better. You're gonna love part was. two. You know what? We'll see. We'll see when when that happens, right?
0: I'm just I will bet anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see when it happens cuz it's it's official it is happening. So
0: That was amazing. Like mm-hmm. the day I, the day we dropped our podcast, they yeah. announced part 2 of Do- of Dune was yeah. was greenlit and I think I predicted it. I I know I predicted it before the second weekend. I said I bet you they're going to greenlight part two before the second weekend to try to get the second weekend, uh, stronger turnout. And, mm. and sure enough, they did. And that's amazing. Can't mm. wait. Anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I'll watch it. Yeah. yeah. I, I have no,
0: uh, no, I don't uh, think you gave your number yet. Sorry. No, no, I haven't got there yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Cause I'm still, I'm still setting it up. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, um, I'll just get to it. Cause, uh, obviously we got to wrap up soon. So, right. um, yeah, uh, we gotta, we I,
0: gotta I edit out that bad word I said anyway. So. Yeah,
1: don't worry, we uh, I'll take care of that. Um, so, um, I'm sitting at a seven, seven point five right now, so I'm okay. leaning more towards seven. Okay. Um, it was, you know, what I'll, I'll give it a seven point five because I, I, I gave Dune a seven, right? If I'm correctly, yeah, you did. So I liked it better than Dune, so I'll give it a seven point five. Um, Good. Yeah, so if you're gonna go watch this film, do not expect um, high energy levels of like the Avengers or anything like that. It's very story driven. Uh, there's a lot of character development in this film. Um, uh-huh. It's a lot of characters. To it's develop. it is a very very slow burn, um, but you know what? It pays off. Um, it pay it does pay off eventually. Um and yeah, I, I as a as a fan of Marvel movies as the of the MCU I I recommend it. Um, if you're a casual film watcher, I probably wouldn't recommend it if you're not into the whole superhero genre and and MCU and I'll even throw in the, DC, the DCEU because they do mention Batman and Superman in this film. Yeah. And I if, do, if you're a
0: DC fan you, and 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 you're like kind of not into the whole MCU vibe, like you're mm-hmm. sick of the way they all are the same, yeah, it's you might super dig this movie. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, I also I just wanted to mention that um I didn't jump in, but I totally disagree with you on the Shazam thing. I don't think I would want to see a a Shazam like this film at all. I enjoyed the lighthearted, funny uh Shazam
0: film that we got. You didn't you didn't find the balance of like darkness and no. and and funness, like weird and off-putting a no, little bit. No, I, I actually enjoyed it.
1: I enjoyed okay. that. Um my only thought while I was watching that film is this is not a film for kids. That's the only thing I was thinking of because yeah. there is yeah. really dark imagery in this film, and yeah. and I thought it was just kind of weird that they actually show characters dying on screen because there was that scene yeah. where um, I forget his name now, the but
0: deviants eat people.
1: Yeah, they go into yeah. like that office where his dad is, and they totally just fucking kill. Everybody in that room, you know what I mean? Like that shit was dark and I yeah. didn't see it being something that kids should watch. It's definitely uh a PG thirteen film. I don't even there's remember a couple, what it was there's a couple of
0: scenes of kids watching their parents die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, it was rated PG thirteen. But yeah, no. Um yeah, I, I don't I, I definitely disagree. I, I really enjoyed that. That mix, the 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 Shazam film, the way Shazam. it was done, yeah. yeah. No, I really enjoyed yeah. it. So, yeah, I just want to throw that in there too. But let's on <laughs> Eternals.
0: All right, Eternals. Um, I I I recommend it. Kevin mm-hmm. recommends it a little less strongly than I do, but um, yeah. also he also recommend recommends
1: it. it with 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 a bit of warning. Uh, let's put it that way. Yep. Like yep,
0: yeah. Uh, if get you're... ready to get ready to think about it a little bit this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um anyway uh we have gone on and it is late and we both have to work in the morning so yes uh that's gonna wrap up uh episode 85 of 20 for this podcast unless there's
1: well let's just anything uh, i'm really really quickly i know um i I know we usually talk about like we usually talk like stuff we've seen and we we, we recommend it so let's just do that real quick let's not sure Prolong it. Hit it. Hit it. Um, I watched uh, the harder they fall on the weekend, um, which I really enjoyed. Um, on Facebook, I put out there it's the best Quentin Tar- Tarantino slash Spike uh, Spike Lee film that neither directors were actually involved in. When you watch this, if you watch this film, uh, it's very Tarantino inspired. And there's a there's a there's a hint a spike uh, if you if you know his work, but um, yeah when you when you watch it, um, very well done film I, I really enjoyed it. Um, good characters. Uh, it's funny when it needs to be. It's serious when it needs to be. Um, yeah, I, w- I would highly recommend it as as if you're a fan of their films and if you're a fan of westerns, check it out. Highly recommend it. What about you, Mike?
0: Eternals is a war against God. Like just think about that. <laughs> still on that. <laughs> um, I am still watching and loving Foundation. It's mm. an Apple TV show. Um, it's based on the uh, classic as Isaac Asimov. Um, foundation novel and it is a beautiful translation as well as a lot of news story added that really fits that really is is still in the in the storytelling style of Isaac Asimov completely. Mm. Uh, it's executive produced by his daughter, so she's curating all the storytelling and she's doing an amazing job. And on top of the story just being amazing, the show is amazing. It's one of the biggest budget uh, sci-fi shows uh, ever, and, and it's all beautifully displayed on the screen. Um, it's it's a fantastic show, uh, especially if you're. A, a, a fan of classic science fiction and you miss um, the science fiction storytelling of like Star Trek the next generation mm. of 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 really depending on science as the magic of, of mathematics as the magic it's it's really cool. Um, I highly highly recommend okay. foundation. Um, that being said, uh, is there anything else before we say good night?
1: Uh, I see uh, line one blinking. Let's just take this quick call. That's the
0: end? Yes, it yes is. that's <laughs> right. Ms. Jackson, that's the end of episode 85 of Too Old for This Podcast. So yep. thank you for listening. Uh, please drop us a like mm-hmm. uh, on social media. Please uh, drop us a review uh, on the platform you listen to us on, yeah. or, or rate us, or do whatever you can there to uh, get other people's attention. If you like the show, we really appreciate you and thank you so much. And uh, let us know if you I,
1: liked Eternals, actually. Um, that's right. Yeah, or if you or disliked it. it. Yeah, let us or know.
0: if if my take is completely wrong, mm-hmm. uh, let me know. Um, I I don't know. I don't think I'm wrong, but but <laughs> let me know. Let me know. <laughs> Right. Uh and and other than that, uh I don't know for DJ Kev, I am JD the MC saying. Just chill. Till the next episode. <laughs>